0: at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. They just take the lead here. As they come into the Final 16, and it is going to be! Fourth mage has done it at 201.57 seconds under Javier Castellano. The beat guarded by Tatum. Left hand dribble into the lane at the dotted circle. Double teamed out to Hard. Three point shot for the lead is good. Harden converts. 18 seconds to go. James Harden for three. He's got 42. Pulls up, gets it out to Booker. Booker waiting on the distance. Four shots. Fourth six to the clock. They're gonna sham it in the corner for three. Landry another triple
1: for the Suge Landry Shama. McNeely, a strikeout, the sacrifice bunt swings, fly ball center field, back to the track. Spikerman leaps and he caught it. He caught it. He snow cone brought it back. Spikerman brought it back from over the wall. He pulled a Pettis.
0: Here's a 1-0 pitch from Straka.
1: Popped up on the
0: infield. Lions is under it. Makes the catch. The sooner sweep Bedlam. And Oklahoma wraps up the 23-conference season unblemished
1: and champions.
0: Good. That's good.
1: That's a good thing. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show, Monday, May 8th. Toby and TJ with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. We're going to read the news coming up bottom of the hour, just in case you uh, weren't watching over the weekend. We'll get you caught up on everything you need to know. Also going to hear from Alex DiRocco coming up postgame. After the Sooners sweep the Cowgirls in Stillwater over the weekend. Uh, Great comeback on Saturday. Kind of a walk in the park yesterday to uh, sweep all three. Let's talk baseball this segment, Deej. Sooners get one of three in Morgantown, lost 9-3 Friday, one six three Saturday, lost 9-3 Sunday. Give me your thoughts before we dive into this thing.
2: It's what we've often discussed that but going into the week, you're like, man, if you can split and get two of four here, it's a really good week. You're playing a really good Dallas Baptist team on the road. You're going to West Virginia, who's leading the conference, having a great year. Probably has a uh, conference player of the year, which if I never see uh, uh, JJ Weatherhold again, I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> but but when you lose that Sunday game, and especially like I was frustrated from your frustration. <laughs> And like you said, that did not change anything with that game. West Virginia went out and won that game yesterday. OU was in the same conditions, and, and but I think they also know Skip said it out loud a week or two ago. Whenever that was, that he says my team doesn't handle change well. Uh-huh. Just a simple time change or yep. delays like that. There, no doubt, all of that played into it. They were moving up the game. They knew it was going to get stalled out. They knew that there may be a game, a chance that that thing ends in you know six or seven if it gets called because of the rain and you have to catch a flight and get out of there. There were all kinds of things going on with that. So I get it, but. If you lose that Sunday game, it's always like, man, they did what we wanted them to this week. But dadgum, they lost that Sunday game. But um, you did what you were supposed to do this week. You got two wins. They were two big wins for you. Just wish you could have performed better on Friday night, which immediately another game where you you find yourself down early and kind of never really get uh, your feet under you. And then Sunday, kind of same situation where... Uh, West Virginia was just the better team on Sunday. so. But but you got the two of four. That's what you wanted going into this week.
1: Yep. That's right. Wish they could have started Game 3 with Jamie and just see what had happened. Sure, absolutely you do. You never know. But and I anyway, get skip
2: strategy there. And then it, that threw everybody off. Like with Campbell and then, and then Jamie coming in after the rain delay. And like nobody was in their right frame of mind then at that point. He did.
1: He did absolutely the right thing. Absolutely. It he just did. didn't yes. work. It didn't it work. Was the, it was the perfect strategy to give themselves the best shot to win a game that was going to have a three hour rain delay in the middle of it. Exactly. And everybody you knew just it. found yourself down big, you know, once you came back from the delay. So Carter's been great. He just wasn't. And so nobody's to blame there, other than maybe West Virginia and how they handled everything. But anyway, no, I agree. The Sunday game always colors. Like if you it does, it does. If you lose the first two and win Sunday, you're like, "All right, well, we got the last one." You know, at least we didn't get swept. But you lose Sunday, and you're always like, "Well, "Well, just you gotta sit in it." You know, you don't get to come back the next day and try to do something about it. But I mean, the big picture is this: they won two massive road games this week. Their RPI jumped 14 spots this week, from 59 to 45. And they are now absolutely in the NCAA tournament picture. Yes. They now have nine quad one wins. Um, When the projections come out this week, I don't know if they'll be on the right side of the bubble or the wrong side of the bubble, but they're going to be on everyone's bubble. And they have gone from, in three weeks' time, they've gone from last place in the Big 12 and, oh, no, what do we got to do to make sure we get to Arlington, to squarely with a shot at the NCAA tournament. They've given themselves a shot. Uh, Three wins in Austin, win in Dallas, win in Morgantown. They won five out of seven games on the road against RPI top 30 teams. That's remarkable. Now, they're not done. They're going to have to keep going. But And it would have been great if they had won two out of three. Would have been great. It would have carried even more weight. But they're in this thing now. That's the big picture. And um, the next, they got seven games to go. The next four are non-conference games against teams that aren't going to help them a bunch. But you got to win them so they don't hurt you, you know. You got to win at least three of these four games. Right, Gonzaga and UTA, and Gonzaga's on the road. And I don't take that for granted. It's hard to beat a team on the road, especially when you're, I don't know, two thousand miles from home. However far away that's going to be, you're going to be playing at a weird time Time and a weird part. Time change, yeah. And and travel and all that kind of stuff. You don't you don't just show up and say, oh, that's a win. It's not going to be easy. They're not great this year, but. They got to win at least two out of three at Gonzaga. Three out of four of these next four. If they do, then they go into Bedlam with a chance to get into the NCAA tournament. I think it'll really help them, regardless of what happens the next four. It'll really help them if they can take two out of three from the Cowboys. That would end, they would end conference play with a 500 record. And that looks so much better. Than the committee saying, well, they had a losing record in conferences. I mean, that's just right. that doesn't look good. Right now they're ten and eleven. So they gotta win two out of three in Bedlam to get to five hundred. So three out of the next four, Teach, two out of three in Bedlam. And I think they're in a I think they're they're going into Arlington probably on the right side of the bubble in my mind. You agree with that math? I think so because of
2: how the RPI jumped this week and what a couple of wins in Bedlam would do for you. I still don't I still wouldn't feel completely comfortable. I would still think well, you might no. need one or two in, in Arlington. Yes. But but probably
1: only one in Arlington. I don't think you can they're not gonna be uncomfortable enough that you can go O and Q and no. say ah it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no, right, they right, need right, to right. go yeah. they need to go play yeah. well.
2: So, but, yeah, no, I for the most part, yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with couple you. A
1: couple of personnel notes. Oops. One, John Spikerman is a freak. And I mean that in the best possible way. John Spikerman, there are going to have to be some baseball historians out there who can, who can um, correct me or present an argument for someone else john spikerman is the best outfielder i have ever seen in college baseball that guy is astonishing tj the amount of ground he covers he made two catches yesterday that were unbelievable one of them he went over the wall his back to the wall he went over the wall Snow coned it and brought it back. It was astonishing.
2: Well, brought it back and then like lands and and like uh, does a salute <laughs> like immediately
1: <laughs> like uh, yeah, it was all bow. in one motion right. <laughs> he made another catch where he got turned around twice, caught it over his shoulder, reaching on the warning track, and the the runners were so amazed they they were they didn't think he they would get got doubled up. He. There was another line drive at some point this weekend that was headed to the gap. That's obvious extra bases, and he runs it down. He is phenomenal. I'm not telling. This is not breaking news, but the last two weeks have just been tremendous. And uh, did they ever put out the one?
2: I I saw the. I never saw the one. I heard. I I was listening when you called at the twisting, turning one. I never saw that highlight though. Did they ever put that one out? I don't know. I'll go back and scroll through, but I never saw it yesterday, and I was wanting to see that catch because of the way you described it. and Obviously, like you said, the the runner thought there's no no chance he gets this and just took off.
1: Don't go by my description. It was probably a ground ball the second. I was (laughs) terrible. (laughs) Um, Here's another thing. If OU makes it to the NCAA tournament, The three guys that deserve a, uh, that deserve to fly first class to the NCAA tournament, TJ, are Braden Carmichael.
2: Yes. Bryce Madrin, who's been unbelievable, especially this
1: past few days, and Big Will Karsten. Yeah. Braden Carmichael has come, I don't want to say out of nowhere, because he's been a, a nice piece to this program for many years. But he's never been this. He was the stabilizer.
2: Once he, once he, uh, you know, started doing what he did on Sunday, and then they moved him to Saturday. It's kind of where everything shifted for him. He's been so reliable.
1: Uh, but yeah, he's been huge. He's won five consecutive starts. Mm-hmm. One of those was O.R.U. on the road, which is difficult. Okay, but the next four have all been in Big 12 play. I believe it's off the top of my head. I believe it's Texas Tech, Texas, Kansas, and West Virginia on the road. He's been tremendous. Bryce Madrin spent the first half of the season with us, going. This guy was the JUCO Player of the Year. Really? Well, I, he was okay. He was but, he was a
2: walk machine. But you yeah. were like, man, he just the bat doesn't get going. He just walks.
1: I don't know if he can hit at this level. Right. He's just drawing drawing walks. He's unstoppable right now. And and it is a a month-long streak now. He had two home runs, two doubles, a triple, a couple of singles, and he walked three times this weekend. Would have had three home runs if he hadn't hit the top of the wall yesterday. And Will Karsten, until three weeks ago, I was not good at all, not good at all this year. As a starter, as a reliever, when Will Karsten would come into the game, you would go, oh, boy. And all of the sudden, he's Mariano Rivera. He's Trevin Michael. He doesn't have the 99-mile-an-hour fastball, but when Will Karsten comes in, it's lights out. And it might be one batter, it might be three innings, but those three guys have been unbelievable in this stretch that has gotten them back to having a chance to go to the dance.
2: It's the beauty of the length of the season and the ups and downs of a baseball season and how mental it is and when something clicks and you get on these roles man it just you can really lock in and also with some of the pitchers it shows the improvement they make in the course of a season under skip we've seen it time and time again without a doubt there's two or three four guys whatever it may be every year that start out and you're kind of like all right and some of them are okay some of them are struggling like you said and then it just
1: locks in for them and they are just Jamie hit's been the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he's there's nothing to blame with. He was very good again yesterday, even in the odd way that he was used. But Jamie Hitt has been he's four and zero. Right, he's been he went eight innings last week against Kansas. He's been tremendous. So they got work to do. They are all going to be massive the rest of the way. But it was a good week. It it was could have been better. But to get two road wins against top 20 teams boosted them double digits of the RPI, and it was a good week. Now, no midweek game, Teach. Got to uh, do some laundry and get packed up for the West Coast. Spokane, Wash. Get off the wet uniforms into the dryer. That's right. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best.
2: Toby and TJ with you. T-Row in the morning show. The 7 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond. Also serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang. Black Thunder Roofing. Your local roofer, Angie's List. Service award winner four times Blackthunderroofing.com, 405-473-8028. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah. Dr. Seuss-Ann must be fun watching The Wizard of Oz with her kids. Kids, the Wicked Witch isn't really melting. She's dissolving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love
2: Dr. Susan. Imagine not listening to officials from the school that is kind of known for its school of meteorology. That was worthy of the "What is this?" soundbite. <laughs> it
1: is. What? 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 What is this? What is this? What have you given us? It. It. it, it Baseball is interesting in many regards. I'm sure softball's the same way, but. Like, you would never see, like, Porter, Moser, and Bill Self coming together to decide whether a game should be played or not. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> right. other people who discuss that kind of thing. But in baseball, like, the head coaches get together behind the backstop and and figure things out. Sure, they got, you know, director of ops and all this kind of stuff, but it's just fascinating. And there's always... Uh, Suspicion and skepticism, and everybody thinks somebody else is up to something. You know, especially within the league. Oh, you think your radar's right? Well, this is what my radar says. <laughs> <laughs> they're just doing this because they want to do that, and you know, it's it, it's part of the beauty of baseball. It is baseball,
2: the game before us yesterday. I could not figure out what was going on, uh, and I'm talking to another dad, and I look at a third dad, and I say, "What's happening here?" And they're like, "I'm not sure." And then it clicked on me what was happening. So you can only score seven in an inning, in, in, in you know, in that at that age group. Well, a team found itself down by more than seven, and knew time was a factor as well on the time limit. So. They're they like quite this thing. They were sprinting in and out, and he's like, Go, 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 go. We don't need warm ups. Go. And he's yelling at the umpires, let's go, let's go, let's go. His team was coming to bat. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So they start going. They boom, boom. They score like three runs. And there were two outs. They had scored like three runs. They had a, a player, I think, on on base, and all of a sudden he's he's telling his kid, going out to bat, stand on home plate on this pitch. He had two strikes on him. Stand on home plate. And the kid's like looking at him, and he's like, put a foot on home plate. So the kid puts a home, uh, foot on home plate. He wants the umpire to call him out. And he steps off the plate when the pitch is coming and, and hits it. And the coach is like, all right, no, no swing it, hit it. <laughs> and I'm like, why doesn't he want him to hit it? And we were trying to figure out what was going on. And the kid goes down to first, and he's safe. And he's like, no. And so he's yelling from third base, run, just run, but jog. Let them tag you out. And they tag him out, and it's the third out. And I'm like, what just happened? And then I realized time was a factor. He knew they could only score seven, and they were still going to be down. But he needed three runs. That put them within six. They ran out, got their three outs, got back-to-back. If they scored six, they were going to tie. If they scored seven, they were going to run. He ends up not winning, but he got that final at bat for the shot to win. But I could not figure out why he was trying to have his kid purposely get out. I'm like – they were down by more than seven but it was he had this all mapped out in his head and knew the time and the clock and the game and he was running everybody all over the place and then the other team tried to stall by switching out a pitcher and he's like, you're not allowed to switch out the pitcher at this point you can't switch it and they're like he's at his he's at his max outs uh, allowed in this tournament he's got to come out and oh it became a thing and the umpires were over there and they were stalling the time and it was amazing strategy Hey though. kids.
1: Are we all having fun learning how to play the sport of baseball? It was nothing about that. It was about advancing oh in
2: that tournament. It was a single elimination. So, But the kid was like, what do you mean stand on home plate? It's going to hit me when it comes. He's like, oh, no, it won't. It will call you out. And when she It didn't, won't hurt that bad. And when he swung and hit it, he's like, no.
1: <laughs> it was hilarious.
2: Jeez. It was a pretty good hit too. I'm like, man, the kid uh, smoked that ball to In second trouble. base.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been suspended for a game for getting a base hit.
2: <laughs> it was uh, the strategy though. Like, and then finally I figured out what was going on. I'm like, why would you ever have your kid just run and get the third out? Like, and then I realized what was what he was doing. So, and it gave himself a shot to win it. Brilliant. Didn't win Brilliant. it. uh Good morning, fellas. Good morning. This is my post. Pretty amazing. Uh, And the girls are so good. He's got me a picture of a tweet here. (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's a tweet about uh, there's only been five 40-game win streaks in college softball history. Arizona with the record at 47. Sooners own all the other 40-plus game win streaks, and they've all been since 2019.
1: 47. Let's see. So will they play three in the Big 12 tournament? They uh, they play
2: Friday for
1: the first time
2: uh-huh friday saturday sunday? sunday friday saturday sunday should be yeah It should so that'd three. be
1: 43 uh three potentially in a regional if you win them that'd be 46 so the game that could send them the the super regional final the second game that could send them to oklahoma city could break the record if my math is right somebody correct me out there if my math is wrong but That would be kind of cool. You're going back to the College World Series, and you just broke the all-time win streak record.
2: Not bad. Not too shabby. Uh, Good morning, fellas. I don't know the answer to this. Good morning. Hope you guys—I don't think you would either because you were on a plane and calling your own game. I'll be the judge of this, okay? Uh, Well, you might have been in a rain delay at this time. Do you happen to know who was on the call for the ESPN Plus softball game Sunday? Uh, They were having trouble recognizing players. I don't have an answer. Uh, let's see here. Hey, Toby, rain delays in West Virginia are fun, but watching the Choke Dogs is more fun. OSU three games was wonderful. Um, I should have read that. That was Coach T. He does not say anything about the Colts
1: here. How about that? you hey, you broke through. You have broke Coach through. Coach is backing off me. Hey, wait a minute.
2: What does it say at the end here? I did not oh. read his whole text. What does it say here?
1: So- Drake Dyken says softball only needs to play two in the Big 12s. Drake is Giving Kurt Keeley a run for his whiteout <laughs> money. Checker. Yeah. Thank you, Drake. So that would mean the first that mean my math was wrong, and I think that means the first game of the College World Series could break the record for them. Maybe. Maybe not. Drake, correct me if I'm wrong about that. But he silenced his notifications, my phone tells me, teacher. So
2: uh let's see here. Here's the positive text of the day. Sooners are probably going to get swept by the Cowboys. They're up and down and too inconsistent. Who? <laughs> which team? OU or OSU? <laughs> Both could fall into that. Gray, but he does say it's the Sooners. Sooners are probably going to get swept by the Thank Cowboys. You. Thank you, Eeyore. Looks like rain. <laughs> Baseball team is top 25 or better if slash win. Nicholas and Spikerman start hitting like we know they can. That's
1: a big key. That is I a mean, big he key. I mean, he's hit on been a really a, big key. It's been that way the entire season. Yeah. We know Jackson Nicholas is better than he's played this year. We've Absolutely. seen it. Uh, and if he could kick it in here late, it would be a tremendous lift. John Spikerman it would be great if he'd hit you know for a higher average and all that kind of stuff. He's still making things happen. I mean he gets on base, he's drawn walks, he's still in bases, he he leads the team in stolen bases and in doubles and so it would be great if he was getting on base more, draw you know, but it's really for me it's Jackson Nicholas that is the guy that man, you're like man, that he is so dynamic when he gets hot. That if he could get hot, it would be this lineup would look really scary right now. The way Madren's hitting, Dakota's hitting, McKenzie's getting on base every game, um, Pettis is hitting well over three hundred. Uh, it's their Easton Carmichael had a really good weekend. They're, they're playing well. They just kind of need Jackson to get locked in here. It's been a long season for him. Seven thirty three, Teach. We're reading the news next on the T Row in the Morning Show. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the
0: insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: All right, Teach. 738 back here in the Central Time Zone. And if you're ready, it's time to read the news. It's time for in the news. So stupid. Why do we keep doing that? So stupid, Teach. um it is time for in the news as i have previously stated and we start here nba playoffs overtime sixers over boston on a james harden three-pointer and then uh, marcus smarts three waved off 116 115 overtime series even two apiece phoenix denver now even two apiece as well suns win 129 124 yesterday games tonight two game fours 6.30, Knicks at Miami. Miami up 2-1. 9 o'clock, Lakers and Golden State in L.A. Lakers up two games to one. Did you see the confrontation yesterday between Jokic and the Suns owner? Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thoughts?
2: Thoughts? I think he did think it was fans that he was helping. uh, What Phoenix player was it that went down? I can't remember. Because it wasn't even his own player. And yeah. he, he was going to help him, I think, thinking that these fans were kind of surrounding him. Not, I don't think he knew it was the owner. Oh and, no, no! And no. even after he the game, just he's looked like, "Like a guy,
1: I didn't. I've never seen the owner before." Yeah,
2: and even after the game, he said, "You know, the fan put hands on me first, and then I think that's when someone informed me it was the owner of the Suns." And like, <laughs> well, so, he was holding the basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Jokic like tried to get the ball from him, and he didn't. And let help him, the Phoenix
2: and... player get out of yeah. that scrum, and he's like, "Come on, get out of here!" And like, he was going to help. And then I think it, you know, it just it's going to get blown up now, and he could he could have a suspension, I guess, for putting hands oh, on him, but on. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, I doubt it. On. Don't put hands on the owner, TJ. Whatever you do, don't put hands on the owner. <laughs> Vita Blue has passed away at the age of seventy-three. One of the all-time oh, greats. I didn't the see le- that. Oh. The lefty who won the nineteen seventy-one AL Cy Young Award and MVP when he was only twenty-one years old. He was a member of uh, a World Series championship team with the A's and passed away at the age of 73, complications from cancer.
2: Mm. One of the all-time great names.
1: That Oakland A's team had Reggie Jackson, Catfish Hunter, Sal Bando, Vida Blue, that was, that was a fun team. I remember having Vita Blue's baseball card growing up. I'm I, thinking the same thing you did. Boy, this is a cool name. Yeah, Vita Blue. I was looking for you to comment more on the career. Of oh, Vita sorry. Blue, no. but you know, Craig, great now.
2: guy. I, I hate to hear that. Yeah, sad.
1: What a day for Nolan Schubert yesterday. OSU freshman, as they completed a three-game sweep of East Tennessee State in Stillwater, Nolan Schubert hit three home runs, two of them grand slams, 10 runs batted in on the day in a 20 to 7 win for the Cowboys. That's a pretty good day, Teach.
2: That's having a little bit of an afternoon, yeah. I uh, was watching the highlights of that and uh,
1: pretty impressive, very impressive. Yeah, he's a good-looking freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh Cowboys coming to Norman. A week from Thursday for the final three games of the regular season, Sooners Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Lose. I don't know why we even bother. Why are they even coming to town? Why don't they just win every game like the softball team does, DJ? <laughs> That's what There's it so is. Much for them. That is exactly There's what it been. is. much more fun to watch if they were just four on a 40-game winning streak. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy kicks off the summer movie season with a $114 million dollar debut. Are you going to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3?
2: Probably. It's the only, uh, like, whatever you want to categorize that as a superhero movie or whatever, DC, uh, Marvel. It's the only ones really my family likes. We are, oh, really? we are fans of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you think
1: I would like it? I've never seen any of them. Um. Not a big superhero. Though. No,
2: I don't think you would. I no. don't think you would. They are good movies, though. The soundtrack's great in them. No, oh, so, uh, I like a good soundtrack. It's gotten good reviews from the people that I've heard that did go see it, like on the night it premiered on Thursday. I like Chris Drake Pratt and Mark, too. and all the Marvel nerds were all there, lined up with Carter and the rest of them. <laughs> they said
1: it was great, though. They said it was good. The conclusion of Marvel's trilogy about an extraterrestrial crew of misfits kicked off with a one hundred fourteen million dollar domestic box office debut it is the second biggest opening weekend of the year behind super mario brothers they were at 146 how so. about
2: that chris pratt boy he's making some money at the box office is
1: he in uh super mario He's brothers mario too? yeah he's mario oh boys. i didn't
2: even know that
1: yeah the 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 doofus from uh parks and rec <laughs> Yeah, he's, is doing okay box office draw yeah he's doing okay well, it was a swing and a miss for Mattress Mac at the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Mage won the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, overtaking two fills coming down the stretch, but it cost Mattress Mac, TJ. He placed a wager. Steve Kornacki actually caught him. Steve Cornacki, who was doing the big board at the Kentucky Derby, TJ, Saw him placing the wager, did the math, figured out how much he spent and everything. He bet on a different horse. What was it? Empire something? Uh yeah, which I think was the favorite. 1.2 million dollars on Angel of Empire. It did not win. If it had, he would have won 5. Point something million. Mattress Mac flushed 1.2 down the toilet. TJ. I'm starting to think Mattress Mac has a gambling has problem. Has a problem
2: and disguises it as this fun-loving furniture store crazy yes. antic guy. Yes. It's starting to feel that way, yes.
1: You think Mattress Mac's relatives are all sitting around going, Yes, doing, we've doing discussed a... this. like, Is like that the Grandpa on television? The grandkids are like, what are you
2: doing, Grandpa? It's
1: 1.2! Where's Grandpa Mac at today? He's at Churchill Downs. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs>
2: Take the jet keys away from him. He's flying to Vegas
1: again. And he can't just put, like, 20 bucks on anything. It's always got to be... Somebody bring my wheelbarrow of cash. It's gotten him massive
2: attention for the last decade or so. I get that. But at this point, your store's a juggernaut. Like, it's one of the top furniture stores in the country. Like, you don't need to have the crazy antics to draw to it anymore. I get the... I get the He's whole addicted. buy your furniture in May or you know Super Bowl. Buy your furniture in January, your team wins the Super Bowl, you get your furniture for free. I get all that and the whole insurance it's, thing.
1: It's the free diamond with uh with Newt Mitchell, what if no. like what if every week we're like Newt Mitchell just put two that, million dollars well, on yeah, the Sooners? Exactly. This week. That's what I was about Newt, to say. We yeah. need to talk, dude. Come on.
2: It's one thing to do it like once every six months, whatever Newt and them do, and and that's not tied up to gambling. He ties it a lot Newt. of times to the gambling, so Um, it's crazy, man. Cause it's, yeah, the whole family, I know he's got so much money. It probably doesn't matter, but there's part of the family that is saying, there went like a hundred thousand of my cut.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Our inheritance. (laughs) It's a lot mage. And finally, uh, I don't know who Jared Vanderbilt is until I saw this, but apparently TJ, he plays for the LA Lakers. I don't know anybody on the Lakers other than Austin Reeves. And I couldn't tell you another guy that That's plays not for true. that team. You
2: know LeBron James. You know I never heard. Davis. Of him. You know never heard of him.
1: But apparently, there's a guy named Jared Vanderbilt on this team, and he has been busted. At TJ, did you see this story over I, the I weekend? I did not know. Oh, this is tremendous. Jared Vanderbilt was busted on social media for buying two thousand dollars worth of clothes, wearing them for his walk in to Game One against the Golden State Warriors and then returning them the next day.
0: (laughs) Yeah! (laughs)
1: This is the whole dress. Tuck the
2: tag in on a dress and wear it to prom and then return it. Yeah.
1: One of the uh, employees at the store (laughs) recognized him when he brought it back and said, hang on a second. It was a plain white tank top, uh, blue short sleeve button-down shirt, slim-fitting pants, white sneakers. Um, Nice guy shared the suspected Saks employee who seems to be based in the San Francisco area. Quote, bought $2,000 worth of clothes Monday, this outfit specially, wore it to Tunnel and Post Game Tuesday and returned it yesterday. I wasn't at the store and someone took the return. Uh, Look knows why, dot, dot, dot. Obviously used clothing. Man, if I didn't have a reason to hate the Lakers and root for home team now, I have one more reason. Boo. So he's been... Oh, uh, that's
2: hilarious.
1: He's been exposed for returning the outfit.
2: you got to know how popular that entrance and stuff is now with, you know, the NBA and the way they put it out. And so you're going to get caught on that. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> At least he wasn't wearing those big red goofy boots.
1: Uh, those, those those, Mario Brothers Whatever shoes. they are, yeah. <laughs> and that's the news for Monday, May 8. We'll take a break. Toby and TJ back with you on a Monday morning right after this. The word is spreading
0: and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app.
2: Toby's sitting in the sun today. He was not yesterday. Not yesterday. The 7 a.m. hour of the T-Roll in the morning show brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Blackthunderroofing.com, 405-473-8028. Locally operated out of Norman and Edmond. Your local roofer. They can do it all. One shop stop for your contractor. Black Thunder Roofing. Uh, Roman Shawnee is the Creole garlic
1: butter. Heath Rouse,
2: chicken rub. Heath Rouse, chicken rub. Uh, I've got to start going to fancier stores to get my rubs and my uh, seasonings. Man, the seasonings that house. three pieces of pecan and uh, mm-hmm. barbecue with Big Jake and all them use,
1: I can't pick up at Crest. Dude, that's like uh, so. We got three pieces of pecan uh, coming on to the show tomorrow. Chance Cosby, and he sent me like this. Like I told you, he sent me this like marketing sheet that his. His people have, you know, he's become so big that he's got like a marketing shit about himself. And it has on here all the brand partnerships that he has because of his videos. Peter Millar, Le Creuset, Traeger Grills, Hasty Bake. Is it Fage Greek Yogurt, Kingsford Charcoal, Gosney Pizza Oven, Thermapen, KitchenAid, Bear Creek Knives, Birch Barrel Grills. It goes on and on and on, all from these videos getting all this free it's stuff. amazing. So I have some of
2: these spices and stuff. You know, I'll pick them up at stores like that from time to time or some type of, if I'm out of town and I see something local and I'll pick it up. But boy, they have everything that all those guys use. Uh, it's like, whoa, that, that spice. Look, I'm not even tasting it, but it's like, that spice looks fabulous. So I'm always jealous of their spices. tacos.
0: We'll start off, we've got some thin sliced strip steak. We'll make a little marinade for it.
2: (laughs) Hey, everybody. We're going to make some marinade for it. I'm just a good guy. I live in a small town. I could have gone big city. I didn't like the big city, so I stay here in a small town.
1: Bought a nice house. Between Big Jake and the dude's That are uh, fake calling games. I I forgot about that that you throw me into on Friday. End of the show Friday.
2: I start watching them and I'm like, I can't take my eyes off of them. I got home Friday. I'm like, Katie, Katie, look at these guys. And she's like, "Okay, so," and I go, "No, you don't get it. They are lip syncing this. That's the actual call." Yeah. And she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "That's the actual call." For and like they a don't. a minute and a half. They don't dead miss. On. They don't miss pauses, no. anything. They get it right on. And then the other guy, if there's nothing going on with the color analyst, he's just falling all over the place. <laughs> they're great. She's like watching any it. sport, any late. <laughs> Have you seen the Spanish ones? Yes, the Spanish ones is what uh. I got. I watched the Spanish one. The first one I came across probably four times And I'm like, I can't believe what I'm watching right now It is amazing yeah. And I know they've got editing uh, capabilities Where they just edit well, that down I probably do it a hundred times Sure,
1: so. it's brilliant though Absolutely yeah. brilliant I'm so mad that Chris Plank and I did not think of this Or you and I <laughs> We could have had so much fun in I see imitating. all these guys
2: like, and I could have been Big Jake with Air yeah. Fryer <laughs> Hey everybody, we're doing chicken breasts Lightly seasoned, pat it down Put some olive oil on it, put it in, flip it halfway, about 20 minutes at 400. We're going to make some fried catfish. We've got about 10 catfish fillets here. These are farm-raised,
1: but hopefully as the weather gets warmer, we're going to do some catch-and-cook videos.
0: Catch-and-cook.
2: Yeah, he had one. He was out on his boat. We're about to catch some fish out here. Uh, Roman Shawnee, quickly before we get out of here. Guys, I disagree with y'all on Skip's decision starting Campbell yesterday. Hit had done nothing wrong that he needed to be exchanged in that situation. Hearing Skip say himself players don't well do well to change. Uh, I just don't see why you try to fix something that's not
1: broke. Because of the rain delay.
2: Yeah, it's not. he wasn't fixing something wasn't, that was broke. He wanted to get no. more than one or two innings out of Jamie. Like yeah. He knew this delay was coming.
1: And why, why start, throw him? If you start, I think maybe a lot of people don't understand this about baseball. Especially with a starter. If you warm up. You start, you go two innings, and then you have to shut down for three hours. It's dangerous to get him back out there again. You're just asking for an arm injury. So once a guy does that and we go to a rain delay, he hardly ever comes back out, especially if he's a starter. Now, Atwood did it yesterday, but he's a reliever. Like, he can get warmed up, throw to a batter, sit down, come back three hours, and do it again. It's entirely different. So the goal there was to get as much out of Jamie Hitt as possible. He wouldn't have been able to do it if he started him. He would have got three innings. But anyway, 8 o'clock, we'll be back.